Uh, it's a funny thing. Sometimes I don't get in the connection there, and I don't know who's going to speak. But Brother Aaron, God bless you. Thank you. So faithful to teach every week, and I sit in his class, and he teaches a great word of God, and we just love this brother. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Pastor. Hallelujah. I don't deserve all of that for sure, but I love you all very much. It's just a testimony of what the Lord could do with anybody. If we just give our heart to him and, and let him let him control us, we all have a place in the kingdom of God. We just have to sometimes work up to it. Well, all the time we have to work up to it. You have to you have to um, be diligent and be obedient. And you guys can do that. You've been coming to Echoes of Calvary here. You can do that. I'm telling you. Anybody that uh, listen to the preaching we uh, we hear all the time here, um, you're strong. You're strong. Now, a little thing that the Lord gave me, gave me uh, pre-Oklahoma. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think it fits, you know. When we're talking about things of the world, it's the same here as it is somewhere else. We still have the same battle, the same struggles. We still have the same enemy that wants to take us down. Wherever we go, that's why we always need the Lord no matter what. But I just uh, was out walking in my backyard, and this thought came to me. came to me, and, and it was just a scripture, and I really had never even studied it before, so I got pages of notes that I've thrown away just trying to study it. But it's, uh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. So why do the heathen rage? You know, uh, like I said, the devil's everywhere. He's going to try and tackle whoever there is. So those of us that are staying behind, we're staying back. Susan and I have discussed it. We're not, uh, you know, we're okay to stay here. We're going to miss everybody, miss the church. Been going there for about 20 years, I think, now. Time flies when you're having a great time, you know. How we've all kind of grown together. I remember Haley and Hannah being little tiny girls when we came in here and you know now look at them they're full-grown women and wow just amazing you know the lord's good the lord's so good we want to be faithful to him it's what it's about it's not about going what makes me where it makes me feel good it's being obedient to the lord and what he has for us so psalms 2 1 says why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing. Empty, a vain thing is an empty thing. Many people put their hopes on things that are empty. They have no purpose, no value to them. We put our hopes on that. I know when we come in together and we share the word of God, there's substance there that will lodge itself in our spirit and cause us to be changed. What for? For the image to be the image of Christ. That's what it's about. It's about being the image of Christ. But why do the nations rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Well, just because the Lord is a spirit doesn't mean he is and not tangible. He shows his works in a tangible way in our life. But it's the same Lord. It's the same one who comes in, brings a, a revelation, Pastor says, brings a revelation to it to us, and that begins to form an image 
in who we are to be like Christ. And it's important. But why do the nations rage? Well, they have a lot to rage about, to be mad about. They don't know the Lord, first of all. I think we all probably had a lot to be mad about before we met the Lord. I know I did. I, I was uh, young in church, but I, was, I hadn't given my heart to the Lord till later on in life. But I'm telling you, he's a real thing in our life. So I want to just share this a little bit so we can, you can take this. The nation, the raging goes on wherever we're at. You know, I'm happy for the, for the move and the things that are going on. But the enemy never changes. He's the same. And we fought him here. And it can be fought there. We just have to keep our eye on the Lord. So a vain thing is an empty thought. An empty thought that carries no, no, nothing to us. It, it gives us something to think on, but it does not provide anything to our life. It's called the empty thought has no purpose. So much of the world has no purpose to it. What we study, what we want to, uh, you know, understand about the world, there's no purpose in that. Oh, we might, uh, you know, enjoy a little something once in a while, but the things of the Lord are eternal in our life. And when we understand that and we have a revelation, I appreciate pastors Talk about revelation because that's what's going to make us or break us if we know who the Lord is. We have a revelation of who he is. I can stand up and, and, and fight devils when I know who the Lord is. But I'm not just going to go fight for nobody. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, this is a time for us all to gather up, gird up our loins, the scripture says, to strengthen ourselves, to strengthen our most holy faith that we can come before the Lord and present ourselves to him and he has something to work with. So it says that Psalms 2, 2 says, and the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. So they work together and maintain the control. Now we're talking about the kings of the earth. We all experience them all the time. They're the unknown, unseen faces, the unseen faces that control us. We're dealing with a lot of things right now. Think of this COVID thing. They'll take it. One guy said, never let a good emergency go to waste. You know, so we want to take, uh, we get an opportunity. We want to do that. The Lord doesn't deal with us like that, but the world does like that. So the kings of the earth set themselves, the kings of the earth. You know, there's a lot of kings out there. We maybe know them by names of Bill Gates or George Soros or some of them gazillionaires out there that think they can control people, and they can to a certain extent. They cannot control God's people, but they can, they can control things that control people. And those are, the, those are the kings. It says the kings of the earth set themselves, set themselves. What they do is they do it on purpose. It's not just an accident that things happen. These things are orchestrated by the kings that are up above or high. So why does the nation rage? Why do we rage? 
We rage because we're mad, because people are mad about things. But the kings set their self, and the rulers take counsel. They work together and maintain control. You ever notice that? It seems like we just go from one thing to the next, don't we, in this country, in this world. It's one thing to the next. But the Lord says that's all in the rage. So why do they rage? This, the heathen is in the sense of amassing a foreign nation. Remember Nimrod going to build the Tower of Babel? Remember that? What, what was the problem? He was a king, and he was wanting to, I mean, maybe he wasn't a real king, but he was uh, in, this, uh, in this lesson here. He was a king. But what did he want to do? He set himself up. He wanted to build a tower so he could make a name. I'm going to make this tower into the heavens that I mightn't have a name. And I know his heart. And what it says is that his, he wanted his name higher than God's name, the same thing as Lucifer did in the heavens. It's the same enemy. Why do the nations rage? Well, because they're mad. Nothing's going their way, but they're also following the kings, which don't lead them to anything that's going to help them. <clears throat> so, in the sense of amassing a foreign nation, a lifting up in pride, and the people imagine a vain thing which is empty and has no purpose. No wonder people are out killing themselves and taking drugs and drinking and everything else they can do. Because oh, the world does not offer anything. Matter of fact, the world, the kings take pleasure in watching people be in trouble. They take pleasure in that. And they have plans and they have schemes that they put into effect to keep everybody upset and keep everybody fighting and keep everybody trying to get theirs. You know what I mean? Trying to get what makes them feel good. But Psalms 2.3 says, this is from them. Let us break their bands asunder. Now, they're talking about what God does to us, the restrictions that the Lord puts on us. He says, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. That's what they're, the heathen is saying that. Cast away the cords. What are the cords? It's the cords that the Lord wraps around us and calls us his own. It's the rules and, the, and, and what he gives to us to live by. They don't want to live by the rules that are all archaic, archaic things, a rule that people have abided under for years and years and years. We don't want to do that. So let's cast away all these bonds. So it's an attack of the devil on the people before we even get them in the church. Many times before we even get them in the church. And we're helpless to do anything about it basically without the word of the, the, word of the Lord in our mouth. We, we're helpless to do anything about it. But the Lord, he's not weak in this. The Lord is not weak in this. So let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. The rules and ordinance of the Lord get out of the boundaries that has been set by God. That's what they want. And we see it every day. They keep encroaching and encroaching. Uh, I, I, uh, I know a big inroad that they received, the enemy received, is when these churches started dropping 
their ball on uh, the word of truth. It was easy for them to believe a soft doctrine, a soft gospel that doesn't offend anybody. I tell you, I was offended when the Lord came to me. When he saw me, when he showed me who I was, I was offended all right. But thank the Lord and his help, help of those that have talked to me over the years and my family and all that, I was able to see that it was the Lord doing the work. It was the Lord doing the work. And we give our heart to the Lord and instantly we're changed people. The bands, we're glad to take the bands. You're going to hold me close to you, Lord. Tie me to you. Tie me to you so I can't leave you. The world doesn't want that. We want to cut the bands and the cords off and have nothing to do with church, have nothing to do with my nephew or whatever who's, who's a Christian man. I don't want nothing to do with any of that. That's what, the, that's what the kings of this earth is trying to lay on people. And you talk about the fear. We had that very timely, how everybody shared about the fear. The devil uses that fear. The fear of the unknown, you know, the things we don't know. And we can make those things up sometimes even, even more than it really is. But the devil uses those type of things to control us. And we look out in the world now, and that's what he's doing now. He's controlling people by their fear. By their fear. Do we believe in the Lord? Do we trust in the Lord? If I die... I believe I'm going to go to heaven. So it's kind of a win-win. I'm not going to go out and shoot myself, and I don't recommend that of anybody. But I'll tell you, I've lost loved ones, and I know I can tell the difference when the Lord's involved and when he's not involved. It's a sad thing to put somebody in the grave that doesn't know the Lord because where do they go from there? Anyway, let me get back to what I'm talking about. wants us to get out of the boundaries that has been set by God. The Bible sets boundaries that he wants us to live in. And, of course, the devil's all about trying to change it. He's got some big churches that are saying it's okay to do this, okay to do that. It's an offense to the Lord. It's offense to him. It's offense to his knowledge. And yet they tout that as a freedom. Lord, help us. All we can do is be the bearer of the truth and live by it. The bearer of the truth and live by it. Word for word, we have to live by it. <clears throat> but the Lord says in Psalms 2-7, make sure I didn't jump ahead here. I did. Psalms 2.4 says, And the Lord of heaven shall laugh in a mock. He will mock them when you're going to break your own bands, right? You're going to swear that you're free now. You're going to walk free from all of this. And the Lord just mocks them and he laughs. The Lord mocks them and say, I have set my king. You think you're a king? You're running people around? But I'm telling you what, I'm the Lord of heaven, and I have set my king. 
upon my holy hill. Wherein he says, Thou art my son, and this have I in this day have I begotten thee. So that's that's what we have. The Lord God has been set as king over the earth. It's been set over the king of the earth, even though there are kings that say, No, I control the earth. And we say, No, you don't. I do not believe that you do. He's going to mock them because they're going to come to shame. We've got, but this is still going on. We still got these uh, these leaders up here that are that are trying to control everybody without knowing about. The Lord began to deal with me quite a few years ago now about mind control because I've seen some examples that begin to minister to me and how they can control minds. It's a subliminal thing. I'm not saying this to get anybody afraid of having a thought. Okay. But they use those type of things. They'll, they'll, they'll place a thought in our mind, and then they'll begin to work it against us. If we don't have the Lord, if we don't have the peace of the Lord, we don't know the difference. There's a lot of people who are out into all types of foreign religions and everything, and they, they think they're okay. They can't tell the difference. But the Lord says, I have set my king. And we believe in the king, right? We believe in Jesus, the king. Yes, and he is with us all the time. We do not leave. We have him within us, and he helps us every inch of the way. Every step we have, every doubt, every concern, this thing about moving, all of that, that's something we need to be taking to the Lord, everyone. And I believe you all are doing that. We've had enough uh, Bible and teaching and everything here to know we don't do anything without going to the Lord first and talking to him. He will answer. He has an opinion. Sometimes we have to get ourselves in a place where we can hear his word. But he does have an opinion. And so does the kings of the earth have an opinion about that too. So we without the Lord, are really helpless to do anything about it. But let us break the bands. We come to church, the Lord put some bands on us. Protector, tie me into you. Tie me into you so I won't walk away from you and not even know it. If you fall into people who are kind of half in and half out, be careful. If sympathy begin to rise up, be careful. Because that's the time that they can, the devil can come in and begin to sway us away from the things of the Lord. It's sometimes I often I, you're reading the scripture and how the Lord was with his disciples was always out somewhere, weren't they? They were out on a hill, up on a mountain. They were away. They were in the in the in the in the, uh, in the olive groves. He was with them. Because they weren't in with the crowds where everybody else was. They were set aside so they could listen to what he has to say and understand what he's trying to do in our life. And that's what we have to be. We do have to have that time where we are with him so we can hear. <clears throat> so, um, it says that the kings of the earth, the kings of the earth, set their self 
They set themselves. Now, I see this. I never played uh, football or anything, but I've seen it on TV. I watch it quite a bit. So what does a lineman do when they get up there? They all set themselves, don't they? I mean, you got the defensive and you got the offensive, and uh, we're going to battle. Well, it says the kings of the earth set themselves, but the rulers tell them what to do. We have people who are kings of the earth that think there's somebody out here. And it's hard to, to explain because it's not any one particular person. But it's a person that might have some, some influence over somebody else. And that's a king. I'm going to try to convince you this one way or the other. And so they're set and they're ready and they're in order. And they know the signal, right? You know the signal when the ball is going to be hiked? We know the signal. But it says what they do, the rulers tell them what to do. The rulers tell them what to do. So that means in my, when I was studying that out, I said, well, here's these guys are bringing it to the people, but yet there's somebody up here telling them what to say and telling them what to do. And it's the kings of the earth. It's the kings of the earth. The rulers, excuse me, not the kings, the rulers. <clears throat> the rulers are still at work controlling. You notice how... Um, it seems like they're very organized, aren't they? The enemy, I'll say the enemy, trying to get rid of God out of the schools, try to get him out of the churches if he can. It seems like they're very organized, and they have good strategies to come in and to take people away. Now, I know in this body we have a lot of good preaching that gets right down to where we're at. And that's what we need. We need the word of God is what's going to fight the, the, the enemy and his lies. So the rulers, they send their people out. The rulers, they're the unseen arms of the enemy that send their people out to the churches. I would say probably not too many hang around in this place. Thank you, Pastor, for, for preaching the truth and everybody that does teach it's a good word, and that runs the rulers out. They come in to want to try and coerce and try to get everybody to do something different because really what they want to do is they want to break the bands off of everybody. Look at the churches now. I mean, it's okay to drink and just everything. Where our church was, I mean, when we were young, well, you didn't drink. You didn't even have a television. Remember those days? I mean, I was a sin to even have a television. I remember one year when uh, I just got saved and and uh, we was having uh, it been probably six months or so and and um, I was trying to talk to some of the kids and stuff about the Lord and they didn't they didn't want to listen they want to watch what was on TV so I walked over and kicked the remember the old picture tube hung out the back of the TVs boom I kicked that picture tube right out of that television I'm telling you felt good. And I'll tell you what, we had peace in our house. We had peace in our house. Because what was coming in, what's well, a good story, you know, Red Skelton and, you know, you know Ed Sullivan and all those, those gun smoke and you know, all them fun shows. There's nothing dirty about that. But it was an instrument that the enemy uses. And we have to be careful. It's the instrument that 
you use it. We got music. We listen to music in our car and our truck. Be careful. There's, a, there's not all music is pleasing to the Lord. Not all of it is. We don't have to sing worship songs every time and nothing else. But be careful what we listen to. See, because it's a plan. It's a plan. Even though I'll catch you while you're not, while you're off guard, we'll bring some of these things in and see if we can kind of condition our thinking about the things of the Lord a little bit. We have to stay, I say we have to stay pretty strict with the things of the Lord in our life. We really do have to hold that dear and precious because the rulers want to take it out of us. And how are they going to do it? They're going to do it by us paying attention to what they have to say. And they got kings to come out and implement it. So some give the orders and some take it out and distribute it to the people. So what's the last? What do we do now? What are you looking around here? Everybody's looking for a purpose, see? We're thinking a vain thing. But now it's coming out to where it's, uh, uh, it's not enough for me. I have to have something else. So what do we have? What do the rulers do? What do the kings do? We got a bunch of people here. We got we to gotta get them involved in something here. So how about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter? Hey, let's go out. Let's go set injustice right by killing people, right? See, that's organized by the rulers. The rulers put that together to give you a place to go riot and kill some people and all that. That's fine. That's great. You guys feel like you did a good job? Yeah. You killed a half a dozen people. But what is the purpose of it? There's no purpose. So, But we have a whole list of these things. I remember years ago, years ago, remember when they were talking about uh, They were worried about uh, too much sunlight was coming through our uh, ozone layer, right? And so the ozone was being depleted. I'm saying this because this is what we live through. Maybe some of the youngers didn't hear it, right? But who's giving that to us? The rulers. The rulers in high places that are not of God. So we got the ozones being depleted, so we've got to stop and, and figure out why that is. And then that roll right into global warming. See, no wonder they're, they're thinking of vain thing, because what are they going to do to fix that problem? Global warming. First of all, there's no such thing. How are you going to fix something that's not a problem? I, I, I just say this because this is it's around us all the time. The devils and those guys are working all the time. I know we read our scripture. That's our defense. That's our defense. And we stand strong in him when we read the scriptures and put into our life what the Lord wants us to have. What he wants us to have. But the heathen who are raging now because they can't seem to get anything to work but the rulers keep bringing new things out. They keep bringing new attacks out because we see through the fallacy, even their own people see through the fallacy after a short time. So now let's have world peace. I'm saying, you, see, you guys have heard all these, 
right? But, I mean, they're a real thing. World peace. we got to have peace everywhere. Just imagine, you know, uh, no heaven above us um, and no hell below us and above us only sky. I bet that guy would change his mind and say, Lord, let me take that song back. You know, John Lennon, let me take that song back here. <laughs> yeah, where he's at now. But he's already said it. But how many people idolize that? Make plaques and put it up and look at the words of this song. Imagine. And the people imagine a vain thing. A vain thing. Just imagine. No hell below us and above us only sky. Boy, that's ringing in his ears for eternity. We don't want that. We don't want that. But they're fallen. That's what people follow because it's the nations. They're raging. There's got to be more than this. And yet they will turn away from the things of the Lord. Couldn't get them into church. They want nothing to do with that. I'd rather go out and kill some people. It's not going to do any good. It's not going to help them at all. World peace. We all want world peace. I don't know. Who was that? Cain, Cain killed Abel? The first person born on this planet killed his own brother. And we're looking for world peace. The only peace we have is in the Lord. That's all we have. That's the only peace we have. We all could get mad. And I wouldn't want to be around Austin when he gets mad, you know. But you get mad sometimes. Things just happen, you know. I used to have a quite a temper myself when I was younger, you know. But here we are. We're searching for world peace. We want world peace, but how do we get it? The kings, <laughs> we're out here trying to fight, get world peace. And, and uh, you guys have any instruction? No. They're sure not going to say come to church and learn of Jesus Christ. And you'll put it, the peace starts right here. That's where it starts, in our own heart first. But it's these things that they keep playing with people. The yo-yo, understand what I'm saying? So when you hear these type of things, the Black Lives Matter and the global warming, and let's go save the whales, that's the answer. Let's save the whales. And how many thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people join the Save the Whale campaigns out here? But it's a vain thing. It's vain. It's empty. It has no purpose at all. Nothing. But I'm just saying, I felt like I just, I wanted to just bring it out in the open. Which you guys, I'm sure, your brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know. You know what's, you can sense what's not right and what's right in that. But the world can't. The world can't. And not even counting how many off-the-wall mystic religions there are out there that people are, are falling for, and they just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper into it, and there's no answer. All they get is more loony as they go along. Did I say world hunger? World hunger. You know, they're out there trying to, they said uh, Michelle Obama decided to get this school plan, you know, feed the children and all that type of thing at school. They didn't have anything to eat, and, and, and I lived that, so I know. I know what that's like. But uh, they said that 
after the kids come by and get their food off the tray and sit down and eat, then they go over and dump in the trash. And the trash cans are full of the food that they're trying to feed them. So we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to feed the kids. What are you going to feed them? You know, oh, oh, the ruler didn't tell you what to feed them, right? You know, I mean, it's just, it's silly. It's really silly, but it's serious because it does affect a lot of people. And I, I feel bad for people that are, that are like in the cities and they're, they're strapped. They don't have anything, uh, you know, they don't have any means to do anything. Maybe welfare or whatever, they don't get enough money to even get food. And then you got the mixture of people doing drugs with the money. I mean, I'm just saying this because this is what the devil has for everybody. They have the trash. The Lord has good things for us, and yet they won't honor him as king. So the Lord says, I have established my own king for the earth in Jesus Christ. If you if, Don't for, ever forget that. That'll, that'll help us. And I know you guys have, have studied the word and you know the Lord. But that's the one thing the devil wants to try to yank out of you is the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And if he can water it down into this and that and this, you know, black lives matter and gray lives matter and, and whoever, whatever else. If he can water that down in us and put our direction or some churches, I understand, are, they're getting they think it's a good thing to deal with the environment. You know, that's our purpose in life is that we're going to deal with the environment, make sure that the trees are good and all that type of thing. The Lord did not call us for that. You can have a tree and a bush and all that if you want to. We have trees around our house and all that type of thing. But that's not the purpose of the church. It's not the purpose of the church. It's the purpose of the world to keep us away from those type of things. Save the planet. I don't know how many times. I watch TV, and they're, they're, this girl's worried and fretting about this man. She says, what? i got to save the planet here. You know, you've ever heard of that? I know you guys have, but I mean, how in the world is any, all of us together going to save the planet? It's a worthless, empty, no-purpose thing that people latch on to because they've been presented with this option. <clears throat> We've been presented with this option. We can do a good thing here. We're going to save the planet. Save the whales. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, I began to look at this and study this out, and I thought, man, I forgot about half of those things. Yeah, we went through that. The tidal wave of save the whales, right? I mean, if, if the churches followed all of that, no wonder they wouldn't know the Lord. We have to stick with the Lord, the things of the Lord, because the kings have got another big list of things out there. I do sense in my heart that they're beginning to take a, a really a deadly turn. We know that the Black Lives Matter situation that they drumming up and get everybody uh, in trouble with is, is killing people. And we know that's not any good. That's not good. You know, of course, we want to defund the police and all that. We don't care if we kill the police, but you can't kill the crooks, you know. But it's those type of things that come in and the devil takes them. I say, I'll just say this. If you get affronted with one of those, you rebuke it in the name of Jesus right now because it's on purpose been sent out 
to draw us out from where the Lord has us, from the knowledge that he wants us to have, and draws us into those type of things, because we can do something about it, maybe. I don't know how we, any of us could save a whale, but what does that have to do with it? And I think a lot of our governments are run with those type of mindsets. So it's just the, the, it's the war we're against. And why do the people rage? Yeah, they're raging out there. They're mad. I would be mad, too. Everything I try falls apart. It's a, it's a saying. We was all over on the coast here a few years back and driving through there, and here's these old guys, gray hair, long hair, standing out there protesting. I just wanted to say, why don't you grow up? Come on. I mean, that's my age, Vietnam age and all that. And they're out there protesting something. I thought, is that all you got? The rulers are sitting back and they're laughing at you. The Lord will never laugh at us. The Lord will support us. The Lord will give us words to say. He'll give us unction to know what, what's needed in somebody's heart and what the word they need to hear. But the world doesn't have any of that. They don't have any of that. Now they've stepped into this, into this bad arena called the critical race theory. So we've, we've done the whales and we've done the ozone and, and probably many, many other things, saved the planet. Now the problem is people are mad at each other because of the color of their skin. Now, there's a lot of people and there's a lot of different colors. So this gives us a lot of fuel for all kinds of fire here. Critical race theory, and that is something that is very deadly very deadly. It's taking our children and teaching them the races. You know, by the color of your skin, you're a bad person. Where's that coming from? That's coming from those rulers in high places. That wants to get us tied up in that. But we don't do that. And I know, I love my brother back there. I love all you guys. We're all different nationalities and all that. But we're all, you can take the blood out of one and put it in somebody else and you'll live. You'll live. And if that isn't about as a good a proof as anything, then you better go talk to Fauci. God, I'm telling you, we got ourselves in the hands of a bunch of idiots up there. But this was just, I was just jotting down some of these things. Because I, I, I forgot, you know, sometimes they come through and we don't recall them, you know, and save the whales and the ozone and all those idiotic things. Hopefully, we go along with the Lord and we let him come in and make changes in our life. And maybe we might even be able to rescue somebody from that, that endless, no reason situation that they're in. It's just a, just a, a dead-end nothing. But remember, we have the enemy that will set up there and attempt to rob us of our faith. Like I said before, the faith that we have in Jesus Christ is the most precious thing. The Lord Jesus, King of heaven, died a miserable life on a cross to bring that to us. The best man that ever lived. brought that to us that we can have freedom and it doesn't matter what color of our skin is it doesn't matter if we're 
we're, we're girl, boy, man, woman, anything. It's for everybody that will, that will. So we take our children and we raise them up in the way that they should go. That will they have the best advantage when they get older of having a successful life. The best advantage that they can, they know the Lord and they can stop. But I know I see Andrea once in a while, she'll, she'll be in there praying. That's a precious thing to me. That's the best we got. The king of heaven, not the king of the world. Who wants us to get out and do something else? What do we need to save now? Why don't we save ourselves? Right? We save ourselves. So why do the heathen rage? They have a good reason to rage. The problem is they're not listening to the word. So I I pray for each one of us here that the, we let the inspiration of the Lord come into our heart to know that each one of us can minister life to people. Each one of us have that, that deposit of the Spirit of God in our life. We're able to reach into people's hearts and lives and and to pray for them and everyone. doesn't make a difference, even little children. Even little children. That's the important thing. That's eternal. That's the thing that our king provides. Not the king of the world, but that's what he provides for us. Eternity with him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for that good word. Amen. We appreciate that. We see a hearty amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Keep your eyes on, on the king, <laughs> the world's rulers. The world's rulers are going to steer us wrong every time, but Jesus is always right. Amen. So we just stand with him, live with him, and trust him. Would you stand with us?